This episode of 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray does contain adult content. Hey everybody, welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim and I've been watching this trash dumpster fire since Roos was creeping around Bucaramanga and met pal. And I'm Kyle and I fucking told you before, I'm like not into like working. Okay. Kyle, I'm working on my inner peace. Like I can do I can do social media. You know. But I don't want a nine to five. Kyle, I, have a- I just want a good mind. <laughs> I have a personal question for you. Does your wardrobe consist exclusively of tank tops like Sasha's? Generally, yeah. <laughs> he, that man is always in a tank top. I mean I work from home. What's the problem? It's true. Everybody. Episode was good. I think it started slow and I was worried and then it ramped up as it went on. Big B's conspiracy. Some things happened. Some things happened. We've got Jasmine who's just working on her inner peace. Girlfriend, you better go back to Finland stat. I know people there work like five hours a week, but that's, you got to hustle here. I don't know if capitalism is for her. No, I don't think it is. Yeah. What does Polish father-in-law think? Revolted. (laughs) Absolutely horrified. Who's this is pay- why Scandinavia going to lose. <laughs> Everyone there, mooch. Mooch off government teeth. God, he sounds straight out of an on Rand novel. Um, well, yeah, that's basically <laughs> his life philosophy. Uh, I, I just think that like Finnish people are perhaps not made for reality television. That's kind of the moral of this season. That's a, that's a good takeaway from jasmine in and that's, general and i mean that with all respect actually yeah. it's a compliment no god i don't i hope that i'm not made for reality television <laughs> i have to admit too i was blown away by bees like i thought that marcel was not going to get on the plane this whole thing where he went home and his parents were like oh no no actually we don't want him back marry whoever you want and they returned him okay by they the put way a return stamp on that motherfucker yeah. and they sent him back they they <laughs> they couldn't ship him to Abu Dhabi. So they sent him back to Nebraska. This I think validates every theory about Marcel being the village idiot. Yeah. Agree. Um, we have so much to discuss. We'll the talk shame, about- oh. the insane <laughs> shame of having Marcel marry this harlot who dared to have children is, is still better than keeping this fucking bag of hammers around. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the weddings. We'll talk about the episode of Unexpected Apologies. Um, oh, wait. I thought you were going to say we're t- going to talk about Unexpected. I'm not, no. I'm not prepared No, no we don't go there. No. It's too much <laughs> for me. Um, we'll talk about the Tanya wedding dressy. There's so much to cover. But first, dear listeners, we have a treat for you. <laughs> if you are one of the listeners that is has much hatred in your heart for our rants about astrology last episode. We are going to make it up to you. Well, to be clear, I'm not sorry. No, (laughs) but we're going to make it up to you. But maybe this will make you feel better. I introduce you to our cis mystic who is going to read Tanya's horoscope. And it's our old friend. Making TV, screaming, cunts, and farting around the world. It's our old friend John Walters from Before the 90s, Season 2, Our First Love. John Walters, Cis Mystic, is going to read Tanya's horoscope. I leave it to you, John. Dear Pisces, (laughs) the calming effect of the full moon and the lunar eclipse in Cancer on January 10th. Reaches into the depths of your soul and promises to help you sort your biggest worries and even better news. You can use the lingering effect of this lunation. Lunation. What is that? Is that a word? <laughs> All month long to create a sense of love and security in your own little fucking circle of friends and loved ones. The moon enters your own compassionate, caring sign on January 26th, which will give you heightened intuition and sensitivity, 
when you say you have a feeling about someone or something, you fucking mean it. <laughs> Paying attention to your dreams and your gut instincts will pay off big prices. <laughs> okay, there's a few problems with this that give me even less faith in astrology. I heard the words compassion and caring. Those do not describe Tanya. Intuition, sensitivity. <laughs> Caring for your partner. I only read half of it, too. We can keep going. Oh, my God. Let's, <laughs> it's up to you. <laughs> uh, well, I want to hear the rest, but maybe just read it to me. Okay. Uh, it, it's more worthless. Generation. Oh, is it? Okay, never mind. Is Mercury in retrograde? That's all I want to know. No, the, like, Venus is involved. And oh, then God. There's a... Okay, I will use... I'm literally quoting this. And by the way, this horoscope... It's from the number one hit on Google for what? horoscope Pisces horoscope. I'm sure this website is probably visited millions of times a day. Does it actually? Okay. Anyway, go on. So this is the first sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, there's a difficult Mars dash Neptune square to deal with on the 28th. What's a square of two points? You can't make a square. You can only make a line. That's just geometry. Um, some kind of gravitational interaction between Mars and Neptune. Hmm. What does that mean? L- listen, like by definition, their gravity acts upon each other. Okay. But it's infinitesimal. It, it has no in in the the interact. It, you know what? Too far. Let's move on. Let's move on. I hope you enjoyed this astrology reading by John Walters, Arsis Mystic. Scoping around the world. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think we have some evidence. Um, this is a major spoiler. So skip ahead. Several spoilers. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's give it three minutes. A spoiler. Okay. okay. Starting now. Angela. Of Angela and Michael. Married off. Married. Hitched. In Nigeria. Hitched. We see the sign of the Nigerian ministry behind them, and the wedding pictures were leaked. So there you have it. We I think we spoiled last week that she had arrived in Nigeria, and we speculated that they were going to get married, and now they're married. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about that? It's not really surprising. It seems no. to be the trend it was going. Yeah. The whole time. Totally agree. Yeah. Um, what other spoiler do you have? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you said we had two or three. <laughs> uh, um, Jenny and Summit spotted in Delhi. Oh, shit. That's a big one. I didn't see that one. Yeah. Frauded by TLC is the source. Someone texted her. Hi, just saw Jenny and Summit in, uh, I can't say this, uh, Connaught place in delhi last evening they were strolling around they're definitely being filmed right were they being followed or were they just sighted doesn't say interesting yeah because natalie when we saw natalie and mike they were being followed by a camera crew in seattle right um which is just anyway we'll talk about it um and then uh corey and evelyn not it doesn't seem like it's completely confirmed but there's been a lot of sightings and speculation that they're filming also yeah that's that's the thing and i think that well Corey definitely tried to keep it under wraps when i um interviewed him for our patreon bonus episode he was like yeah you know when i'm down here (laughs) and he's like i mean wherever i am (laughs) he is definitely in ecuador i mean that's just he didn't tell me as such i just kind of gathered information and i assume i'm pretty fairly sure that he is down there um i think he and evelyn are still together i i heard rumors also so this is another spoiler i've heard rumors they're married i've seen that too yeah and i think i've even seen maybe even a marriage certificate for them so here's my question which how do you find a marriage certificate in ecuador i don't know but whatever you make it up yeah that's the thing (laughs) yeah i don't know And the last thing I want to cover that everybody, like the whole internet is just lit up over this question. Is the Marcel thing, like the whole Marcel situation about getting, being able to re-enter the United States on his K-1 visa, is this fraud in or is this real? 
Um, Frauded by TLC is going to go into this in depth on her podcast, which is called the Fraudcast. So if you want all of the details and you want an actual immigration lawyer to talk about this at length, listen to her podcast, but I'm going to give you the cliff notes. Um, so in Frauded by TLC also posted this on her Instagram page and that's where I'm kind of getting this information. Also TLC tweeted about it. Um, because I'm assuming they thought everybody would think this was frauded. My information is from someone that claims to be a visa officer. Ooh. That posted about this on Reddit. You talk about it first. Okay. Um, if a K-1 visa valid for a single entry in a six-month period, meaning like you can enter, you can start it within mm-hmm. six months, uh, has already been issued for admission. Th- this is literally, I'm reading verbatim from a statute. Mm-hmm. So if a visa has been issued for admission to the United States and the alien fiance has returned abroad prior to the marriage, the consular officer may issue a new, a new K visa provided that the period does not exceed the 90th day after the initial admission to the, the country, blah, 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 and that the petitioner and the best beneficiary still intend to get married. Their return to the United States and marriage to the petitioner must take place within 90 days of the date of the original admission into the U.S. in case status. So my submittal to you is that this still might be fraud, but this can happen. Yes. And it's up to the discretion of the person because it is literally allowed in statute that this happens. It's just never come up before on the show. Yep, and TLC um, also tweeted the saying that it rarely happens, but it can happen. And the immigration lawyer that Fraud had talked to confirmed the same, that it can happen, but it is just very rare. Now, I know a lot of people think this is fraud, but here's my take. I think it would have been just as dramatic if Marcel had never gotten on the plane. Right. I don't know why they would have gone through these lengths to like set up fake scenes of him in Turkey. And people are like, those could have been filmed before. No, they couldn't. You think these people are smart enough to foresee everything that's going to play out in the next two and a half months. And well, maybe we'll fake him going home. So let's just record these scenes. And you think that Marcel is smart enough to read a script and like he, he can't pretend things. He's not smart enough. He's on the same level as bees. <laughs> um, I, I combine kind of Occam's razor, the simplest solutions, the correct one plus just the fact that this is possible in the realm of possibility, I completely agree with you that imagine if Marcel hadn't got on the plane. What a dramatic, they would have played like fucking hymn music. Oh, oh lovey-dovey <laughs> music and their, their kiss. He comes back. Anna, I not get on plane. I love too much. In New York, love, come get me. <laughs> love much, much love you. And then they hug and then they make out and they pour honey on each other. <laughs> I, that I feel like would have been way more, I don't from TLC's perspective, like riveting. I t- agree. T- twist of events. Then he flies home. I thought it was cool that they filmed. We can talk specifics when we actually yeah. talk about them, but thought it was cool that they filmed in Turkey. I just don't think that that happens if it's fraud. I totally agree. I don't think that like they foresee this. They just don't have enough foresight to have pre-recorded this fake scene. Marcel's not smart enough to record a fake scene and read a script or pretend or act. And I think like with Marcel, what you see is what you get. Like you see him packing. We see evidence he has more clothes than just a blue polo shirt, which I found fascinating, but we'll get to it. And, you know, he got home. His parents were like, oh, dear Lord. We Fuck, need to get what rid did of him, send him do? back. And, and yeah, I think like there may be small elements of fraud and like Anna's surprise. Right. She probably knew before, I, I, but I, I think overall yeah. this is true. I actually think there's a lot less frauding in general than people assume. Like I know it was also talked about how Everett, um, Blake's friend said that there was no, um, actual like no drama between he and Jasmine. There's no real animosity. I don't believe that either. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't. I don't think those people are good enough actors. I think people lie. I think cast members lie. You know what is frauden? One hundred percent was the phone call between Anna and Marcel. 
Yes. Because you could see a fucking camera crew in the background <laughs> of Mer- on Marcel's video. For yeah. one, for a couple frames, there was a big camera filming. Him. Yeah. Fair enough. So that was, that was it, reenactments toe that line of whether it's fraud or not. Clearly a reenactment though. Yeah. Totally agree. Anyway, so that that's my take. Um, I I just don't I don't think it was fraud. I think that that is actually what happened. And on that note, do you want to move on to Michael and Juliana? Yeah, please. Okay, this wedding looked so chill. Okay, they had like a living room set up in their yard. They had like living room furniture in the yard that people were just like chilling in their fancy clothes and drinking martinis such a fucking wine guy wedding oh it was it was but you know what i would go to that wedding yeah no it's fun it's my speed i liked it i loved it and they looked truly happy look i have not gotten emotional over a 90-day wedding and maybe ever danny and amy maybe was sweet this was a beautiful wedding and this is a throwback to kind of those season two not uh not including muhammad um uh i can't kiss you because it's ram uh other than that it took me back to a a simpler time in 90 day where not everything was on fire all the time and people actually seemed to like each other and someone was capable of planning an event totally all of those things (laughs) and somebody had family and friends yeah both the bride and the groom. Um, I know a lot of people are like on Reddit too. People are talking about Sarah and how it's so weird that the ex-wife is officiating. I think it's beautiful. What would you prefer? That they just be at each other's throats and not getting along and cat fighting? That's well, way worse. I think that's a false dichotomy. You you could have a world where everyone's hunky-dory, but you just get a fucking priest. That's <laughs> you true. Know? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I thought Max and Cece's uh, speeches were adorable. They're super cute. And I love... Max, I just took a shower. And brushed my hair. I'm good to go. (laughs) What's up, ladies? (laughs) I thought the best was that, like, the producer literally asked Max, like, who styled you? And he was like... Who styled me? Who styled you? (laughs) Like... Oh, you know. My damn self. Versace. Like, what do you think? I thought it was funny. I love that, like, Juliana took time out of her wedding day to do Cece's makeup and hair. That's so cute. That's the the sweetest thing. And Sarah, I like how chill she is. She's just like, I'm going to air dry my hair and not wear that much makeup and just, like, be chill. Well, you can't. She looked like she was having a good time. Well, listen, you can't upstage the bride or try, right? Sure. That would be weird. And... I thought she did an I thought she did an okay job as efficient, but I don't know. I I love Sarah, but I thought she overqualified. Yes. And, agree. And she did she talked about herself a lot. <laughs> she really did, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, they I'm sure they cut it in a we certain didn't hear way. The whole thing. And yeah, maybe it was a much longer thing. It was just funny. And then her ITM Girl had a couple glasses of, oh, of vino she before. She was crashed. <laughs> it was so good. Oh my god, she was so drunk. I loved it. She's like, it's a, my husband. Oh, wait, I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter that he. This he, is great. I'm not bitter that he objectively upgrade. No, no, she didn't literally say that. But <laughs> one, you know, the one thing that she said that was really cool, but also still kind of strange. Um, was my kids have never felt more secure in their lives than right now, which is a super cool thing to say. But if you think about it, like, really? Even when you guys were married? Maybe they were fighting a lot. Yeah. We joke a lot about toting eggs on this show, but how much do you really know about fertility and about your fertility specifically? Are you curious about how many eggs you're toting? As a woman of childbearing age, I can tell you that fertility testing at a doctor is very expensive and complicated. I've done it. It was a huge hassle. That's why Modern Fertility was created. 
It's the easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a super simple finger prick. I did it, guys, and I swear even Corey could do it. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. Traditional testing at the doctor can cost over $1,000, but modern fertility costs only $159 to get the same information. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash cray cray right now, you can get $20 off your test, making it only $139. Also, if you have an HSA or an FSA, you probably just got those topped off since it's the beginning of the year. You can also use those dollars on modern fertility, which means you'd pay nothing out of pocket. You'll get insight into how many eggs you have, your hormone levels, and any reproductive red flags. The results go in-depth into what every hormone means, and you can talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse to review your results and options for next steps. And the fertility nurses are actually a delight at Modern Fertility to talk to. If you want kids today, or maybe just one day, you'll need information to make the decision that's best for you. What I'm saying, ladies, is that Angela should have ordered a modern fertility test to figure out if she only really has one egg left. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash cray cray. That means your test will only be $139 instead of the hundreds or thousands it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash cray cray. That's modernfertility.com slash cray cray. I'll also have a link in the show notes for those of you who are driving. Honestly, what I found most joyful about this wedding was that there was just like so much love in it. Like everybody seemed happy. The kids seemed truly happy. Like Juliana, I'm not worried about her. (laughs) I know that like in the beginning, we talked a lot about Michael being like this older creeper dude, but Hey, they look happy. You do you, Michael and Juliana. I'm not concerned about Juliana. She's going to be taken care of and loved. And now we can, you know, worry about Annie or somebody else. Right. Even if they get divorced, I feel like Sarah would adopt her. Yeah. No, she'd probably move in with Sarah and they'd yeah. be like totally happy together. Just hanging out. Start like raising a, Max and CC. Start a scorned wives club and just <laughs> Um, yeah. Beautiful bride, beautiful reception dress, beautiful look like a fun party. I don't have much else to say about it. I'm sure it. there was really good wine. Yeah, I bet so there was. I'm, I'm, here I'm telling for that. you. If there's any ninety day wedding I would ever want an invite to, it's this one. Yeah. Wasn't it supposed to be small? It looked like they had 50 or 60 people. That's a lot. I would not consider that a small wedding. I would consider 30 under a small wedding. I don't okay. know anything. Okay. I don't want to get damn Through the it. American lens. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about Michael and Angela. So... Um, this fucking brother is trying so hard not to lose his shit. Oh my God. It was so by funny. By saying these scripted lines. <laughs> It was act, like also what a transition straight out of Michael and Juliana's like classy wedding uh-huh. straight into Michael and Angela. Like it was just so abrupt. <laughs> is, um, does barn baited just mean baited? I didn't hear them use that. Ex- Did Angela say it? Yeah. She said, I'm being barn baited by everyone at the table. What does that mean? Th- yeah. like does that mean baited into the barn for the slaughter maybe or baited to come eat your slop i don't know anyway yeah yeah yakini's cracking up he's like i can't believe they made me talk about this this is hilarious or he's making it up on his own for his own entertainment this is the thing that you're gonna get 500 dms about this week what barn baited means oh i know what was the thing that robert said that we didn't know uh i i know what you mean but i don't remember, I don't remember Th- this either. week it was zooted from love after lockup <laughs> i also posted a joke on an instagram story that did not land that was like lizzo plays the flute because she has like an entire instagram account like dedicated to her flute and like is classically trained anyway i got like literally 200 <laughs> dms in five minutes and i had to delete it i was like that joke didn't land it's be funnier my be funnier Kim. i know i know sometimes they don't land you know it's hard um i don't know do you think michael really loves angela because I dude it's like getting harder and harder to tell to be honest it, it seems like he's legit into her i know i think the entire 90 day fiance world was firmly in the camp of pff, no but if he 
doesn't? He is real committed. <laughs> I mean, he's got to have recall, thousands of women DMing him. Snail swap. Oh God. Remember Snail Swap? How could I forget? That was 2018. Snail Swap oh, 2018. Shit. Never forget. Cake in the face. Trump underwear. I mean, he's he's been through quite a lot. She licked something off of his stomach there's that new, looked sticky. There's new scars appearing on his face. <laughs> the black eye. Hashtag yeah. black eye. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot. I mean... Okay. And he knows he's going to have to help her take care of all these people when he goes to the state. Oh, my God. I don't think he really understands, though. I th- I don't know. We saw Michael with yeah, his, all I his think, nieces and nephews, and I he think didn't seem phased. I think he's good with kids, but that that is a uncle shows up to hang out for an hour type sure. thing, right? Has he ever actually had to be responsible for their lives for 24 hours a day. Good point. Don't know. In but, living in a trailer. But like this is in stark contrast to like a Nickel and Azen situation where Azen could not give two shits about Nickel. Right. This is much harder to be sure. And if, if Michael is not sincere, bring him over here just to move him to Hollywood, man. Totally. And there's been no uh, like there's been no um, conspiracy about there's been nothing that's come out like Michael talking to girls online like there was with Colty or with Azen where it was literally like his voice recorded talking to other women saying he wanted to sleep with them and stuff. And, you know, the the Colty DMs came out as well. Nothing like that has come out about Michael and it would. Yeah, I feel like she has hired someone to put a back door into his phone to <laughs> monitor him. Uh, so they get into this argument for a couple minutes because Angela's pissed off about, you know, would you marry some other bitch? Something like that. And then the way that they argue, it's always the same thing. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time that anyone around them has ever pointed out what has been so obvious to all viewers up until this point, the I, I think it was the older cousin, uh, the guy with yes. that was married to the woman with the beautiful blue dress. Yes, he's like, you guys are saying the same thing, <laughs> and yes. yes, yes, you just fucking go back and forth and yell at each other, but you're literally saying the same thing over and over again. <laughs> And they don't listen to each other. It's mind-boggling. I mean, that's that's really the only thing that happens with their storyline this week yeah. is that they fight. The expressions they, on Michael's family's faces are just hilarious. And then and they then, say that they're into the marriage. And then they're like, then yeah, okay, we'll discuss a spousal visa. Now everything's great. Everything's delightful. And, which tells, which again, tells me this entire thing was total bullshit. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. That's pretty funny. It, it was a funny scene, though. Yeah. Um, quickly, before we get into Robert and Annie, I just want to let everybody know that next week, because I forgot to mention it in the beginning, next week is a bye week. Because of the Super Bowl, there will be no new episode. Now, Kyle and I are going to do a mailbag episode. So we invite you to go to 90dayfiancenews.com slash contact and write us an email if you want our opinion on something, a prediction on something, or you want to tell us that we were wrong about something or that you disagree with us. Or you could do an ask me anything type question. Mm-hmm. Ask us something about us if you're interested. Um, what are you doing for the Super Bowl? I have a party to go to. I am too. Ooh. I am going to our party. Um, the party that I'm going to is a dip competition. Oh, that sounds tasty. It's both a great idea and a horrific idea. Well, for hashtag keto, you gonna bring your own cucumbers? I'm going to bring my. Fa- I will. Ha- I'm gonna have to post this now. My famous sausage chipotle dip. Ooh, that sounds good. Is there cheese? A little bit, but it's not the main feature. There's a lot of heavy cream. Ooh, all right. Well. I want to taste it. Will you save some for me? I won second place at the last competition. Mm. I'm good at a chili competition. At a dip competition, I'd have to get on the old interwebs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyway, send us some mail and we're going to have fun. It's going to be really fun. Um, 90dayfiancenews.com slash contact or just go to 90dayfiancenews.com and you can find the contact button in the menu. And we're going to talk about a bunch of other stuff. We are. So make sure you listen in. Make sure you listen. 
All right. Robert and Annie continues to deliver the storyline. I have to tell you at the beginning of the season, I was like these two, I'm just I hate not both interested. Of them. Yeah. Don't care. But I blame Robert for, for everything. <laughs> yes. For everything. But like every friend and every family member that mistreats Annie or has some like is treating Annie like a gold digger. It's a global got, conspiracy at this point. They got this idea from Robert. Where else would they get this idea? Mm-hmm. It's, it's very unfair. Well, they either got it from Robert or they got it from production. But mm-hmm. I would assume based on Robert's behavior that he's texting everyone left and right. Totally. Oh, I don't know about her. She said she said she wanted a T-shirt. That she gold. Wa- that she, oh, she's just here for the money, huh? And he just wants she just, validation. She wants to have sex with me like three times oh, a week. God. My life is terrible. She wants to bang me. She's nice to my son. It's horrible. Oh, God. My son likes her more than me. <laughs> and he said this episode, I think Bryson's more in love with me than Robert. <laughs> probably true. It probably is. Because you're around. So I have to say, so we had two unexpected apologies in this episode. One was Jasmine to Blake, which we'll talk about. And the other is Robert to Annie. Did you think that this was genuine? Yeah, I think so. He seemed pretty sincere to me. And I think he was sincere because he realized that he had gone too far. Yeah. Let's talk about porn granny. So... Gonna squash some beef. Shit. We'll see how that goes. This This was intense. Like Yeah. Is okay, and I I hate bringing up the same question over and over again, but do you think this was a little scripted? If there is one person, ancillary cast or main cast in this entire season that knows how to execute a script, it's porn granny. Yes. But Annie? No. I don't get no, Annie and Robert yeah. can't. So. I don't think that they when when they do these types of scenes, I think that they leave people they certainly leave some people out of the setup, right? So they probably told Porn Granny, go hard. And I'm curious because there was there was a hilarious post on Reddit where they hyper slowed down Ben, her husband's reaction to her breaking out the checkbook. And <laughs> he looks at her it was just like a fraction of a second, but super slowed down. When she breaks out the checkbook, her husband looks at her like she is completely fucking insane. Really? And he he looks like he's totally horrified at what she's doing. But then he either is acting or he is a super husband because he comes around to that idea instantaneously if he was actually surprised by it. Yeah, I don't so nice. I don't know. To to answer your question in general like it seems way too crazy to me. She went really hard. It wasn't like, "Well, I'll pay you to leave." It was how like, did, "I'll pay you how yeah. much? 10, 15, 20,000? You're going to come back. I do it." No. I can make you. And then what does Ben say something about? Like, you don't get to decide if you stay or go. I'm like, she absolutely yeah, she, gets to decide. What are actually, you talking she about? She does. That was a really bizarre statement. So I, before we get into specific details overall, I, I'm honestly would be shocked if the, you should break out your checkbook and offer money. Wasn't a, a idea. Like it's some inception. There her. was some inception going on. Yeah. But I, I certainly believe that Robert, Annie, and maybe even her her husband didn't know. Yeah. My so, la- my like, last question for you is, do you think that um, Annie should have taken the $15,000? No. It, it, I would have been like 25 and I'm out, sister. You've gotten <laughs> rid of my biggest problem, which is Robert. I have $20,000 in a plane ticket. I'm going back in style. That'll buy you some clothes. The fact that she had zero hesitation about it. Do you think that rejecting it, do you think that that means that she honestly loves Robert and her, her, her life so far in Florida? Or is that just such an ingrained pride thing that she rejected it on its face because it's coming from this bitch? I think she loves Bryson. Really? Okay. I think she can't imagine like taking money and leaving Bryson. So this is a Jerry Maguire type situation. Yeah, I, I honestly do think so. Oh, okay. 
What do we, you think? I, I don't I don't see it that way because they I, I feel like they would play up that storyline more. Meaning yeah. like Annie loves Bryson and doesn't really give too much of a shit about Robert. I feel like they would have played that up more. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe they have it in the contract that Bryson's camera time is limited. I don't know. Right. He's very young. I doubt that Robert is smart enough to... Yeah, that's very good point, too. In, um, the, in the ITM with Steph, she tries... She, it's funny. I, I wonder if she realizes how bad she was starting to look because she tries to pivot it into this... Um, Almost like feminist savior type thing. Oh my, it was so weird. You know what I mean? She's like, I'm doing this out of love. Right. I'm like, doesn't I'm giving feel you an, like it. She tried to make it sound like she was worried Annie was being human trafficked by robbers. I know. Shit. You know it was what I mean? so strange. And they're ITM. They're like, she's. they're going to be glad we offered them that plane ticket. They'll uh, be yeah. back. Uh-huh. But then in the next breath... To Annie's face, she says, there has to be a price. Nasty money. That is nasty money. Shove <laughs> it up your ass. That's great. What else? Call Donald Trump to send me to Dominican. That was funny. Super slam. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Robert was pretty quiet, but he said the right things. He did. He eventually chimed in. Thank God. The first time Robert's ever fucking defended this woman, yeah. even a little bit. I don't know. Anything else to say or should we move on to? Uh, I have one other thing to say. Mm-hmm. If you're so fucking concerned about Bryson, maybe bail your goddamn daughter out of jail. And yeah, send her, know you story. know, figure out what to do with her. Yeah. They don't give involved. a shit about Bryson. They don't at all. They don't. They no. don't care. Bullshit storyline. Okay. Listeners, it's a new year. Maybe your resolution includes dealing with issues or conflict you've been wanting to resolve for years now or to deal with depression or relationship issues. Maybe you'd love to talk to a counselor, but you're just not sure how to actually go about finding a counselor. Enter BetterHelp. BetterHelp offers affordable, convenient counseling via text, chat, phone, or video. If you've always wanted to try counseling but just aren't sure where to start, BetterHelp is for you. I used to go to counseling in person, but I found it so overwhelming trying to drive across town to get to my counselor, scheduling appointments with her weeks in advance, and I'm just so busy, and I ended up not being able to go most of the time. I mean, come on, people. I have a lot of reality TV to watch, okay? With BetterHelp, you can connect with professional counselors in a safe environment and communicate how it's easiest for you by text, video, chat, or phone. You can talk with a licensed professional counselor who specializes in issues like depression, stress, relationships, trauma, anger, family conflicts, and more. Everything is safe and secure. BetterHelp allows you to get help at your own time and at your own pace. And you can start communicating in under 24 hours with BetterHelp. No waiting for weeks to get an appointment at a local counselor's office. BetterHelp is a truly affordable option, and for 90 Day Fiancé Cray Cray listeners, get 10% off your first month with discount code Cray Cray. No, still in 2020, the irony with the promo code is still hilarious to us. It will never get old. Go to betterhelp.com slash Cray Cray, simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with the perfect counselor for you. That's betterhelp.com slash Cray Cray. I will also have a link in the show notes for those of you who are driving. That's betterhelp.com slash Cray Cray. All right, let's do Sinjin and Tanya, everybody's favorite couple. How the hell do you pronounce Tajart? Jart. Yeah, <laughs> Can we just call know. him Tajart, please? Tajart, okay. T-Jart. T-Jart. Let's call him T-Jart. T-Jar. The way that Sinjin said it, it sounded really good. I cannot reproduce that sound, though, because it's very Dutch sounding. Um, where did Sinjin get a friend? <laughs> From Philly, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Th- that I that was Afrikaans, right? That they were speaking, I think. Yeah, yeah, no, they're speaking Afrikaans. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I liked hearing him speak. Yeah, I to know. his friend, and I wish they had talked in Afrikaans the entire time. I, I think it's so weird when they force him to speak English. Yeah, and sounds so awkward. Um, so you, you could tell they never, they probably never spoke English to each other. No, yeah, it's the same thing when they make Jesse. Remember in the Netherlands, like speak to his friends in English, and it's so awkward because he can't like be natural. Right. Um, I'd rather read subtitles. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, no one tells you how. Sh- oh wait, sorry, that's a Tanya thing. <laughs> I'm reading out of order. So Tajara comes down from Philadelphia. He's been married three years, and. You know, Sinjin relays this whole conversation about the soulmate thing, and Tajar is like very concerned. 
he at first he seems reassuring mm-hmm. but then he busts out the soulmate thing Oof. he's like Sh- are you sure <laughs> i think he literally said the word shit <laughs> <laughs> i don't have anything else to say about the scene except yeah. for is like, tanya worth it is tanya worth it probably not mm. moving on we're all asking the same question mm. t-jart same question uh, this wedding dress shopping scene was hysterical. I thought this was hilarious and horrifying. Yeah. And basically it was the best scene of the entire episode. It reassured me about humanity a little bit. Yeah, that absolutely. nobody in that room was impressed with Tanya. No one. And she even says in the when they in her ITM, she's like, it's my mom and my sister and my best friend. I was like, there are like four friends there. Were there not? Where's the friends? Wait, were both friends there that met her in New York? I think only one of them. I think they're one of the two. Okay. Yeah. The other one probably like dumped her already. Just done with her. Yeah. So, I mean, how sure are you supposed to be when you're going to get married? No one tells you how sure you're supposed to be. Pro tip. Pretty fucking sure. Yeah, pretty sure. Pretty sure. Like, I mean, like 55%. Yeah. At least. <laughs> At least as much as as an is sure. Yeah. Or more. That's the rule. Um, I, I, don't, I don't inherently have a problem with a non-white dress. No, it's just because it's Tanya. It's just Tanya. And that black dress she tried on was horrible. It was so, so bad. I so mean, weird, man. And, and you know, the, the reason... I wonder if they cut this out. But the reason why you don't wear a white dress isn't because I, I like things that other people don't like. Ugh. It's because you reject the historical reasons for wearing white, i.e. Virginity. I must be a virgin, a pure virgin. Right. And I'm exhibiting that I'm giving myself away to my husband slash master. Or in certain cultures, you're I'm, not I'm, supposed to wear white and you're I'm supposed to wear a color. I'm yeah. embellishing, but you get yeah. the point, right? Let's say yes to the dress. There have been a few um, people for cultural reasons have not wanted a white dress. And that would be another reason. But Tanya, and this is the other thing that drives me nuts about Tanya too. If you are a funny person, for example, you do not have to march around telling people that you are funny. People inherently know that you're funny because of being around you. Tanya has to announce every other second certain aspects of herself or characteristics of herself, which we already know. Like, we already know you try to be so counterculture, Tanya. We've got it. You don't need to tell the camera. I just like to do things that other people don't like to do. I don't know. But this soulmate conversation... Everybody is horrified and she acts like it's no big deal. She, she giggles about it because she, when when Tanya realizes that she's done something bizarre or that other people don't agree with, she does, she did the same thing to Sinjin after the soulmate talk. She gets this, little grin on her face and she kind of <laughs> she like uncomfortably laughs mm-hmm. and i to me that I, I i maybe i'm giving her too much of the benefit of the doubt but i think that she is starting to realize that what she said is kind of fucked up i think she's starting to realize it this is the main i mean this is the biggest problem with tanya period she's not self-aware right like she has no sensitivity for sinjin's feelings i mean the fact that it's hard it's hard when other people have ideas in their own head it blows my mind that she's never (sighs) considered that like why sinjin is upset or cares. she laughs every time she talks about it she can't help herself and every single one of those five women that's with her dress shopping they their their jaws are just agape yeah I, I will. I'm again. Maybe I'm giving her too much credit, but a lot of the time, people when they are extremely uncomfortable, their their natural reaction is to giggle or laugh yeah, about it. There is a nervous but laugh thing. I've done it before. Man, actually, she's bad. Can we talk about Blake and Jasmine now? <laughs> Kyle's face. I wish you could see it. I lived in LA for 30 years. I've lived in decent neighborhoods, super boring neighborhoods and shitty neighborhoods. 
if I live next to someone who was mixing music at full volume with his garage door open <laughs> in his garage, I, I, I don't know what I would have done. I mean, I would have made a Malta fucking cocktail and burned that shit to the ground. It is so enraging to me that he thinks it's okay. I, I know this is like a nitpick and it's not where you were about to go. It's okay. But he's playing music at full volume, mixing it without headphones in a garage with the door open. And I wanted to fucking kill myself. Somebody in the Patreon Facebook group called him VP of his own garage. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I thought and that I was thought, funny. And didn't he say he was at his brother's house? Yeah, so that's his brother's house. What did you think about... So Jasmine comes back and she's like, well, this is awkward. Did you drink? Did you fucking drink? I know I went on like a pro Jasmine rant last week that got me a lot of hate. Many messages calling me a, the C word. Um, no, really? No need to get upset about it. Jesus I don't know Christ. this person. I just go on rants because that's what makes this podcast entertaining for people to listen to. Um, you got to have an opinion, you know? Um I was less pro Jasmine this episode because like her, like, did you drink? Did you drink? It's like, dude, you knew how we many, drank. How many times do you have to rehash this? Yeah. Like it, Anna and Marcel, like kind of Marcel did the same thing to Anna where he didn't want her to drink at all. And we got mad at Marcel about it. So I'm getting mad at Jasmine about it. Generally on this show, it's a bad look to try to control your fiance's <laughs> vices, right? Who, yeah. who, who hates drinking? Uh, Jesse, <laughs> Marcel, <laughs> Jasmine, Jesse and Jasmine, and Jasmine. that'd like be a good couple. I feel like there's one other bad, like not well-liked person. Oh, it'll come to us. I don't know. Welcome to Plathville. <laughs> the entire cast. No, but seriously, he's like, it's like Jasmine knew that Blake drank before they got engaged. He drank right in front of her at dinner before he went to the party. Did yeah. you drink more? What, is he going to stop? You weren't even there. Yeah, it's like a difference between like drinking socially and just getting absolutely trashed and trying to drive home or something. Like, of course. I, it, and he's so, they're so, they're young too. They're in their 20s. I don't know. It's just, you, you can make your own personal choice, Jasmine. You don't have to drink. And, and she says, you know I don't like alcohol in response to him drinking. And my thought was, so don't drink alcohol. Don't drink. <laughs> like I know. I, listen, I get being e even in my own experience, like being a DD. It's a different thing, mm -hmm. right? It's 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 a different mindset. But if if she actually liked the people, she would still find a way to have a good time if she was a mature person. Yeah. She either is not, or she doesn't like them. Which both are fine, but. The way that she was attacking Blake for his choices, it was just bizarre to me. It was. Yeah. Um, so what, the thing that I understand least about this couple is their financial situation. They haven't really talked about it much. No. And they, and, and they, they are also the only couple that there's been almost no discussion of the wedding. Nothing. Like, what is she wearing? Right. She seems very particular about what she wears and her hair and her makeup. So I'm very curious and, if this and, hasn't been discussed. And to clarify something, as far as we understand, there's only one episode left. That is what we understand. I mean, we've already seen weddings. So we know when we've seen weddings that there's one episode left. We're getting there. Yeah, we are getting there. Um, so, I mean, Jasmine makes a big thing this episode about how, like, she doesn't need to work because Blake can financially support them both. Does she not realize that she's living with Blake's parents and he is living with his brother? They do not even have Maslow's hierarchy of needs, like bottom rung shelter. <laughs> they don't even have shelter. Yeah. And she thinks that he's, like, supporting them. It's very weird. So while Jasmine is working on her inner peace... And, and doing social media sometimes. And doing social media sometimes. <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? Her parents are also meeting Blake's parents. By the way, a nine to five job, a lot of people would kill for a nine to five job. Right? It, She's like, I don't, again, this is, this is Jasmine looking through her Finnish lens of like, everybody gets a nine to five job. What's right? the big you deal? Just, the government just tells you, I don't know. The government just gives you things. And, um, and, and also some people 
work eight to six or longer, by the way. Some people work two two jobs. Or they work five in the morning to two and then they work a second job from three to nine. There's not a lot of people right now, but some people have no jobs. Right. Exactly. Like Bo. Like Bo Jangles. Yeah, Maybe it's that, pretty. That's, it's that's, her whole approach to this is pretty obnoxious. That Bo, like Bojangles is pretty and self-inflicted. Especially, <laughs> oh my god! No, I'm not. I don't feel bad for Bojangles. No. I'm talking about Jasmine. Push father-in-law, infuriated. <laughs> I'm sure. Revolt, I'm sure. revolted. I mean, she's. If her inner peace doesn't work out, I hope that she can maybe do telemarketing. This is what's wrong with Scandinavian generation, <laughs> and most of American youth too. <laughs> So entitled. Did he talk about avocado toast? I don't even need to tell you what he got into. But okay, please don't. <laughs> basically along those lines, yes. Oh, God. Let's, let's move on to bees. Um, this would be an incredible story, like Jenny and Cement level, if, <laughs> if I were, were even w- remotely invested in these people. Uh, you're totally right. Even 1% enjoyed their lives. Forget 55%. I just need like 5%. They did have the quote of the episode, though. Which was? <sighs> I'll come to the wedding, but I don't want to be bored. Can you make it awesome? <laughs> Leo, <laughs> it was so fun. That little kid, he is so funny. That's genius and i'm replying to all business meeting invites with that <laughs> i don't want to be okay I'll, I'll i'll join your meeting but i don't want to be bored make it awesome Can you make it awesome okay so funny i'd just like to reiterate again that we did see marcel packing this proves he has more than just one blue polo in his wardrobe Maybe he just needed to go back and get more clothes. I know. So let's quickly recap. So Marcel did get on the plane. He went all the way back to Turkey. And his parents were like, yeah, go back to get America. You're good. Fuck out of here. You're good. We don't care about the shame on the family. Just go back. The shame is not as bad as this. <laughs> They're like, we, we got a spare beekeeper. The bees are doing just fine. Maybe it was just a miscommunication. Maybe they just... Maybe they said, don't marry her. But they left out the part where they they forgot to say, they were like, what are don't you doing fucking here? come back. <laughs> what are you doing here? We didn't demand that you came back. We didn't say we, come back. We said we weren't happy, but that didn't mean that you were supposed to come home. We meant find another bitch to get married to. <laughs> God. Someone with more bees. <laughs> so they had the interview... We already talked about this. I don't believe this is frauding. I think he was back in Antalya. I think he was packing in his parents' living room. We saw him driving a car, which was curious. Right. Why did he drive a car to leave forever? I don't know. It's very confusing. <laughs> what was that about? I feel like it was a production rented yeah. vehicle. Um, he said he's, Marcel says he's just very, very lucky with bureaucratic administrative documents. I'm lucky with documents, unlike my cow. Yeah, Mike, uh, Al, and, and Natalie. The only thing he really says is that he was shocked and probably my mom wanted that. She felt sorry for me, so it might have been her idea. I'm sure it was her idea, but I don't think it's because she felt <laughs> sorry for you. I just, even when Anna is like in her home in Omaha and they have like the words come on the screen, like Anna called the production crew and something's going on and Marcel wants to come back to America it's so boring to watch her with the phone. And she's like, the, the production has to, she's so bad at narrating her own story that production have to ask her. And we have to listen to them ask her, what's happening now, Anna? Why are we filming you looking at your fucking phone? He's supposed to call me, Marcel. I just don't know why he's not calling me. It's like, oh my God, you could not be worse than the, at this. What, what got cut? What got cut? From their season, from their storyline. I, I don't That's even, oh my God. The maddening. most bored camera crew in just, the history of reality television. Just 45 minutes of eating nachos. <laughs> Seriously, I feel so bad to whatever producer was assigned to these two. Horrible, man. Oh my God. It's like getting like a dud cast member on The Bachelor and you're like, what do I do? This person is useless. His visa expires the same day that he lands, which is pretty funny. Yeah. They, they, if there's any, that might, that might be exaggerated. If Uh, I were to call fraud on any piece of it, that would be it. If you believe, I I, I didn't necessarily think that was frauding, but it just, I mean, what if, 
he he probably has to take three flights. Yeah. Oh, that's a long. He has to take Anatolia to. Um, well, uh, he Constant- might be going to Istanbul. He, no, that's what I mean. He has to go Anatolia to Istanbul, Istanbul to Chicago, probably. Or through Toronto. I flew through Toronto when I went to Istanbul. Whatever. It, it doesn't matter. Istanbul to somewhere in the U.S. Yes. And then from there to Omaha, unless she's going to go to Chicago to get him. Yeah. That's a yeah, long ass no. day. What if any of those gets delayed oh for my any God, reason? Right? That's what then that was my fucked. first thought because I missed my flight, my connecting flight to get to Turkey. And I was like, if the, I was eight hours late getting in, so they're toast. Yeah. They Seems won't even crazy. let him in. I'm sure they're going to play up that drama massively oh, I'm next sure. episode. I'm sure. And we're going to see their wedding. But this conversation, so she she brings her kids to the restaurant. And this I thought was hysterical because the kids sit down and Gina's like, what are we doing what here? What the fuck is going on? I here? see the camera crew is following us around. What the hell is happening now? Do you think we're dumb? What's happening? Yeah, it was so funny. And then she tries to small talk with Joey about his band practice. And he's like, we were practicing songs for the show. What's happening? Like, I'm not going to small talk with you about my band practice, mom. His visa expires the same day. Guess I better tell my freaking kids that I'm getting married tomorrow. Incredible. Hooray. Marcel's coming. Gino. I'm fine with that. I Leo. Like... I don't care. Just Joey. Don't you expect us to be excited? Wow. You really did a great job selling this guy. Gino is actually a very, I feel like he's very sweet. Gino, he is. He is the sweetest one. Yeah. We see it come out this episode. He actually seems to like Marcel, which I found likes, extremely yeah. surprising. He says kind of. He says kind <laughs> of. Joey is is anti-Marcel. He is not, you know Joey's going to show up at the wedding and they're going to make it this big deal. Joey is not on this train. Joey's just the oldest and he's like, I'm going to be out of here in a year. Yeah. So whatever. You, you know how they had... You know how you know they had a fucked up childhood? Because Gino just says, he's nice. I cried when he said that. That's how you know know there's a low bar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Leo seems excited, but that little kid, he's just, he's pumped for anybody. He's a lover. Um, I wanted to kill her when the question was raised. So is he good with the fact that we exist? And she says, I don't know. We didn't get into it. So shitty. And sorry, this brings it back to the whole point I wanted to make in the very beginning when I started talking about these people. Anna, the fact that she's totally fine with Marcel coming back based on his parents deciding it was okay for him to marry her is totally fucked up. Like, right. Yeah. He should be like making a statement like, actually, I love you and I don't care what my parents think. Instead, it's like, well, my mom said it's okay, so I can marry you now. Mommy said, okay. And she's like, yay. It's like, no. His parents may still not approve of these children. Mommy said, Chuck good. And then she tries to shift blame for it. It almost seemed like she was trying to shift blame for this entire thing to his evil sister like i didn't even know he had a sister but okay this and yeah i put zero stake in that claim it's just it really irritated me that it was like totally fine now that you know marcel's parents decided that it was okay they get married and so she welcomes him back with open arms it's kind of weird that she gives the kids a choice to go to the wedding right did you yeah. find that a little strange? Yeah, I did. I mean, well, obviously, like, Leo has to go. Yeah. And, like, what's he going to do? I'm not getting a, Get babysitter. a babysitter. <laughs> like, Gino is pretty sweet. Joey, though, do you think he's going to show up? They always do this, they don't they? They always do. When has the kid or the whoever <laughs> not shown up at the wedding? I feel like it maybe has happened once or twice. Like, Daya's... Daya. The, what fucking... Brett. What, Brett's mom, which was so stupid so that she dumb. didn't come. I feel like this is legitimate if he doesn't come, but yeah. I still think he will. I think he'll totally come. I feel bad for Joey. Hashtag free Joey. I don't know. He's going to be free soon and good luck, kid. I kind of want to adopt Joey. No, you don't. Believe me. <laughs> 
what else about the bees? So, I mean, they're, they're probably going to, we're probably going to see their wedding, I assume next episode. And it's going to be boring as shit. How is Marcella even going to say his freaking vowels? Bees. Bees. He's going to use the translator app. Good love, Anna. Bees. Me love always unless mom say no. (laughs) (sighs) Ah. You the know one- you know that Marcel is the village idiot when his sister said that he wasn't allowed to do something and he's like, "Okay." Yeah. I guess I have to wait till my sister says, "God, that's sad. It's okay." I hate Anna even more because she's when she's talking to Joey about coming to the wedding. The the one thing I want for his for, for him to be there and he doesn't want to be there. And meanwhile, the yes. entire season, she's been essentially like low-key blaming him yeah. on national TV for her relationship problems. Then she makes and a comment. And now she doesn't want him to come. She, she's sad that he doesn't want to come to the wedding. She makes a comment. I thought I wrote this down. I cannot believe this is in my notes. I remember it because I was so horrified. She says, I have supported them through everything. And if you're, they can't support me through this one thing. You're the fucking mom. You want a cookie? Oh! you're their mother like what can you imagine your mom ever Do you want a saying goddamn like medal of freedom like they're teenagers they're gonna be an asshole to you i've i've heard that type of talk before it, from narcissists oh my i could not i like lost my shit i had to rewind it and watch it again yeah i was like free joey this is such bullshit i it that was hard. That was hard to watch. Completely agree. Hater. So just a reminder as we're wrapping up a call for questions. Next week is a bye week. There's no new episode because of the Super Bowl, but we're going to be doing a mailbag. So go to 90dayfiancenews.com slash contact. Send us a question. Send us an opinion. Send us, I don't know, tea that we haven't talked about. You don't have to tell us why you believe you deserve to be on 90 day fiance. <laughs> we got plenty of those already. We get lots of those. Messages. We get, I, I have so many phone numbers, <laughs> so many names and last names. Yeah. Full, full name, phone number, sometimes even their mailing address. It's true. Ah, uh, if we were mean, we could really mess with some people, man. I'm telling you, but we would never do that constantly. Um, so yeah. So send us a message. 90 day fiance news.com slash contact. We will, uh, pick the best ones and read them on the podcast. Answer some questions. Hello. I'm interested <laughs> in being a commentator on the 90 day fiance show. I did a 90 day fiance and have been married for 19 years now. Yep. You should be on Pillow Talk. Definitely. That was such an entertaining email. I can't even believe you haven't been hired uh, yet. Call the casting director. (laughs) Pillow Talk needs people. Jesus Christ. By the way, I love... What's Tim's um, ex-fiance's name? Veronica? Yeah. I love her. I think she's really funny. On Pillow Talk? Yeah, just in general. I mean, watching Pillow Talk, I just think she's like a cool person. This is from Laron. Please (laughs) contact me. Full phone number. (laughs) But uh, instead of dashes, equal signs. Okay. Uh, Regarding me and my fiance. No. I'm not. (laughs) That's 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 all he wrote? Please contact me at phone number. Regarding me and my fiance. Great. Compelling. God. You think they at least try some small talk or background information, a hook of some sort. On Patreon, we read our We Are Not TLC emails. We do. And usually I'll read like 10. Those are the ones that aren't boring like that. Yeah. Yeah, like six or seven a day. And almost all of them are, I want to be on show. Here's full phone number. And sometimes they give funny details and I'll read those. But usually it's just like, a weird sense of entitlement that anyone can just be on this show. Yeah. Like you don't have to try or like narrate or provide a photo. Like you're probably sending this email from your phone, at least like snap a photo and does our form allow attachments? Oh, good question. I don't know. We should. We should. We should, we should change we should it. Do that. Let's change we should that right do it. Now. 
I'll give you some new Instagram material now. Uh, all right. So thank you to uh, Modern Fertility and BetterHelp for sponsoring the episode. Those links and coupon codes are in the show notes. So you can uh, click on those when you're not driving. And what else? Thanks, guys, for listening. Thanks for listening. You can follow us at 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray on Instagram or going.kyle. We will see you next week after the Super Bowl with a really fun kind of bonusy feel episode. Mm-hmm. And then the finale. And as far as we understand, it's half finale, half tell all to, in two weeks. But that's what it's take listed. that with a grain of salt. We always Never seem to, know. We always seem to get this shit wrong. We do. We do. So I here's my prediction. It's going to be one hour with bees with like all the rest of the weddings mm-hmm. uh blake and jasmine are just going to do courthouse and annie and robert we've seen they're just going to have a quick ceremony quick thing i think that robert saying i can't do this is fraud and it's pre Total it's pre- preview fraud yeah. so it's going to be the rest of the weddings and then one hour of tell all and then there's going to be another episode that's going to be a two hour tell part all? two of the tell all and then we might have to do more mailbag then because those are always so boring. Really boring. So yeah. we always get excited for the tell all and it's a letdown every freaking time. Do you think Angela's going to punch Tanya in the tits? Oh, damn. Would people be angry if Angela punched Tanya? I don't It depends as on the context. As opposed con- to Depends Avery's on mom. the context. Probably not. We do not support violence on this, con- on this podcast. No. No violence. And on that note, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>